Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness cover the people but the Lord shall arise Father we thank you once again we bless your glorious name for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence let your will be done let your power be made manifest here Lord let your word heal us instruct us and build us up, Lord. Thank you, Father, for this great blessing to be in your presence. In Jesus' name, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 15 verse 11 and he said a certain man had two sons how many of you know that they always have other children to help isn't it where are there where there are other children you can tell those who are doing well and those who are not doing well isn't it it's always good to have uh, others around because other people will point out to you whether you are doing well or you aren't doing well. Um, you, you sometimes hear some parents comparing the children or rebuking one child using the other child. I don't know whether it's a good thing or not, but you hear it. How many of you have heard it before? How many of you experienced it? Were you the good one or the bad one? You are the good one or the bad one? Yes, but there are always other children that help. It helps. So if you are wise, you also look at other people and learn from them. You, you don't just conclude on your or just advise yourself on who you are and what you believe in. Sometimes something that you can't do or you've not been able to do, you will see others are able to do it, which should be a message to you that it can be done and it is possible and it is reasonable and it is a good thing. So um, there are usually other people in the ministry, in your marriage, in your finances, in any, anything, your career, anything you are doing, there are usually other people that you can always look at. It will either encourage you 
uh, it will stir you on that, look, you can do it. It can be done. Or it will also prove to you that you are doing very well and you are very advanced ahead of uh, others. But there are other children. That's what I want to say. There are other children. And there are always other children. And there will always be other children. How many of you are the, are the only child? You grew up in an only child home. Nobody. Everybody had siblings. Okay. One, two, three. I wish I knew you. I would have used you to explain this point. But I don't know you, so I can't comment. But an only child is also different from a child that has um, relatives. Okay. Yeah. So, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there we set his substance with riotous leaven. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself into a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. Wow. Verse 17. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants? One of the things you have to pray about in this life is to be able to come to yourself or to come to your senses. It's, it's something you have to pray because um, the Bible says that there's a way that seemeth right unto a man. So usually even when you are wrong, it looks, you feel right. And you think you are right. And you think you're okay. So uh, to cut a long debate short, I will advise that pray. Pray that you will come to your senses. Should in case you are out of your senses. Yes, you should pray. Pray whilst you are sober and whilst you can think that, Lord, help me. Help me to stay in your will. Help me to be wise. You can even, you can even ask God for wisdom. Yeah, because he says we should ask him for wisdom. So pray all the time. So you will know because this, the scripture advises us that when... Who is doing this? When I'm preaching... Okay. <laughs> no, don't put up verses that I haven't asked for, okay? Who is there? Yeah. So don't do that, okay? Yes. When you hear a verse from my mouth, then you put it up. Okay, don't create your own verses. Okay? Yes. Don't guide the preaching. I'm guiding you. Okay? Okay, brother. Yes. So we're saying that, um, what are we saying? Huh? You should pray for wisdom. Yes, pray for it because the Bible says that we can pray for wisdom and also stay on path, stay on the path and pray that you will... Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Yes. 
So when, when he came, verse 17, when he came to his senses, he said something. Um, when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I, and I perish with hunger? Verse 18, I will arise and go to my father and say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Do you know that? Do you know that until you see yourself that um, definitely, I mean, natural, until you see that you are wrong, you will never apologize. Do you know that? And then also, and then also, it takes a certain way of thinking, which is the mind of the humble. Are you with me? Are you with me? The, the mind of the humble to even see that um, you, are, you are wrong or you've made a mistake. That's why he's saying that when it comes, when it comes to him, he's going to say to his father that I am not worthy to be called one of thy sons. And then actually make me as a servant. A servant is lower than a child. It's lower than a child. A servant is lower than a child. Working, working, working um, in a place, um, let's say even working in a church, it's always better to aim to be like a son or a daughter than to be a worker. Do you understand? Just a worker. Just I'm a, I'm a, I'm a shepherd here. I'm a this year, I'm a that year, I have a rank here, I do this, I do this. It's a, it's, a low, it's a lower rank. It's better to aim and to desire to be a child that is like a son or a daughter than to be a worker. So he's explaining to us that when I come back, when I come back, um, daddy, daddy, I know that I've blown, I've blown the, the blessing of being a son, can you make me as one of your hired? Hired means hired means that you receive a salary or wages. You get something at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you get something for what you are doing. It means that the relationship is based on what you get, what you'll be paid for. A relationship between a child and a father is not based on money. There is no money discussion. It's not, you don't do what you do. You don't, you don't, you don't work for God for, for money. Now, what will I get? What am I going to get? What is coming? No, you don't work for God for money. You work for God because he's your father. And you love him. And he loves you. Uh, church work is not a chance to get money. An opportunity to get money. Otherwise, you make, you make, you make a mess of your, of your of your life, you, you, you even, I mean, you see, when, when money, money comes into a relationship, everything is different. Did you know that? Do you know that money is like, I'm doing this, what will I get? Doing this, what will you get? This. Anytime money becomes the center, the center of your joy, everything is different. So he is saying here that, and, and also, Everything is different because everything is lower. It's a lower relationship. It's a lower relationship. A father and a son. I don't have, I don't have a money relationship with Bishop. 
there's no, I mean, there's no money relation between me and him. Now we are discussing money. There's no. No. At all. There's no money. There are no tips. <laughs> that the more you preach or the longer I preach, you get this, you do this. Okay, come here for a meeting. Then there's this money. Go here for this. And then there's this. There's nothing like that. The day he had a meeting with him about, sorry, he had a meeting with me about London Church. That he wants to start a church. He believes God is leading him to start a church in London. And he's thought of sending me to London for the church to start. The conclusion of that meeting, he said to me that, but I want you to know that if I am given a million pounds to go and live in London, I will never go. So it's like, be it known. It's, not, it's, like, it's, not, it's like, I'm not sending you to a place because I feel there are pounds there and I, I like you so much, I want you to become rich. It's like, that's not the aim. This, this, is, this, is, this is before I boarded my flight. I mean, months before I boarded the flight. The first meeting, the first meeting about London Church concluded that it has nothing to do with money. Just money. And then it's like, even if there is money, then he... The head of the mission, the head of the denomination, even if there's money, he will never take it to come and sit here. Mm. Is it not a deep saying? Because if somebody, somebody tells you that, what, what would you think? Yes. So, money relationships, servant relationships are lower. It's a lower type of relationship to a son and a father or a daughter and a father. So aim, always aim. Even when, even when you are called a shepherd, a pastor, reverend, lady reverend, lady pastor. Do you understand? Even when you have any of these names, let it, let it be known unto you that it is a lower relationship. There's, or there's a higher relationship than lady reverend, lady pastor, pastor, reverend, bishop. There is a higher, there's a higher relationship. There's a higher relationship that I can attain to between myself, between myself and bishop than being called one of his bishops. Do you understand the point I'm making? There's a higher relationship that I have to aim that I have to dream of and desire to get into than being called one of the bishops in the, in the UD. This is one of the bishops, or this is our bishop from the United Kingdom. This is our bishop. This is our bishop in the United Kingdom. It's lower. It's lower than this is one of my sons. And a real son. So he is teaching us and saying that I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. One of the people that you pay. That they work for you and you pay them. They do this. They go here. They do this. They do visitation. Then you pay them. I remember when somebody said that we should pay her for visitation. I always remember her. I always remember her. We should pay you for visitation. We will not even pray for you for visitation. We will not even pray for you. I mean, we will pray for you, but we will not pay you. Yes. 
So I remember when she's going on, on visitation with a visitation mate. Apparently, she takes an offering in the car before they go. They have to take an offering for fuel. Takes an offering before she moves the car off. You say, yes. 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 Yes, everybody. You pass the bag around, everybody contributes, and then they move off for visitation. Yes. Some of you are getting ideas, isn't it? You can, you can, you can, you can do what you want, but you, you will discover that's why, that's, why, that's why a few years from now you will not be here. Yes. That's why the example I'm giving the person is not here. Because it's a lower relationship and a lower mind and a dark mind. So verse 20. Let's read through this thing very quickly. And he, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Is, is, is the father relation not a beautiful one? He does, he, he, he's like, you don't even need conditions. He has, he has written out a contract he's coming to present to his father. Make me as one of the highest servants. There, so we sign and then we work. But his father doesn't need, fathers don't need all these things. They don't need all these things. When they see you coming towards them, they receive you with gladness and with happiness and with joy. He is rather receiving blessings without his speech. Let's look at verse 21. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. No problem. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Great. But the father said to his servants, as he is talking, his father is honoring him. May you be honored. When you have a father, you only be honored, only be blessed. As you are making your apologies and writing your speeches, honor is being given to you. Blessings is being given to you. But if it was a boss, by now he's being asked for explanations. So, so when exactly did you leave the house? So what made you go? So uh, how much of the money did you take with you? I mean, you'll be, you, you, you have to give explanations. But see, as he's confessing, I'm no more worthy to be. His father is saying to the servants, hey, servants, bring the best robe. Put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. May your story be a good story. Yeah. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. You'll be merry. Yeah. Then he said, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his eldest son was in the field. And as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Because he's not used to it. Not used to music and dancing. Yes. Yeah. He that loveth pleasure shall be poor. In the world, in the world of those who are prospering and doing well and excelling, there is either not much pleasure or no pleasure. So he's not used to, he's not used to me. He's coming from work, then there's music. And then he can also hear dancing. You know you can hear dancing. When people are dancing, you can hear them. They have sounds that they make that you will know that, yes, something is, something is happening. 
yesterday, I was flicking through the channels at home, and I came by um, this thing that I've never seen before. I don't know that you have seen it before. Uh, it's like a comedy. Um, what was it called? What was it called? Uh, Adebanjo. Have you you seen? You know it, isn't it? How many of you have seen it before? Aha. Uh -huh. So the children of this of this man, they went. They organized a party in the shop or a cafe or something that they had because Daddy had fallen asleep at home. They took it. They made a plan that let's put on Daddy's favorite movie because as soon as they start watching it, he will fall asleep, and then they can run out and go and have a party. So they put the movie on. Daddy fell asleep, and then they went. So when they went, they were dancing. One of the children was called Shade. <laughs> Shade was busy dancing. What Shade, what Shade didn't know is that Daddy has come into the party. And then the guy who was dancing behind her as she was doing now was, now was her father. Because he's come and collected the boy by the ear and thrown him away. And he was standing behind her and he said, hey, is this my daughter? So suddenly, at the point, he couldn't help anymore. So he just held her hand and turned her. He said, hey, daddy. Then he said, Shade, Shade, this dance is like fornication. You are, you are virtually fornicating. <laughs> this dance, this dance. This dance. This moves here, Mickey. He said, this is, this is fornication. <laughs> anyway, when I read music and dance, I remembered Shade. Shade Adebanjo. Yes. Shade. So, he called one of them and asked what these things meant. Because you can hear music and you can hear dancing. When people are dancing, they have a sound that they make that makes the dancing a dance. Verse 27. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father has killed the father calf because he has received him safe and sound. What should he do? And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. That's one of the words for, uh, we use for anakazo, isn't it? Yes, to entreat, to negotiate. Yes, diplomatic talks like Brexit. Deal or no deal. Talk, yes. And he answering said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee. Neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment. And yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. You see, you, should, you, shouldn't let, you shouldn't let someone's mistake tempt you. Because so, so far, he's been good. As you can see, take me back to verse 29. He's, he's saying that I have been serving you, I've been working here. But he's not, he's not been working for money. And he's not been working for rewards. He's just been He just enjoys what he's doing. He likes what he's doing. So he's been working. So he said, I've been working. I've not transgressed at any time. I've not there, but yet thou never gave us. It's like because you see someone receiving a kid, you feel that is what you must have. But meanwhile, you are a better person. You are a better person. 
Yes, you are, you are actually better than this guy who has come. But he's being tempted because he's become upset that this one is getting things. And I have been around and I'm not getting anything. Meanwhile, you've been around doing the right thing. That you, have, you, you are operating like a son. Like a son. I told you earlier that a son doesn't work for rewards. A servant who work for rewards. A servant. Thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which has devoured thy living with harlots, because he's, he's even becoming bitter. It's when you start using people's past and people's life to describe them. It's, it's bitterness. Don't use people's mistakes to describe them. Don't emphasize on someone's mistake to say who they are. Your father Obama means no. You, you the father didn't know what he has been doing when he when was out there. You know. You know. When people are misbehaving, don't you know? Yes. You know, you know what, what, what they are doing, what they are up to. Go to ask people questions to you know make them feel bad. They are feeling bad already. Mm. Mm. That's why that's why his father didn't ask him all these things. How much did you take? What did you spend it on? Who did you spend it with? How many times did you do this? How many times did you do that? Who did it? See, that's why he didn't ask him all this because he knows what he has done. He knows what he has done. He knows what he has done already. It is, it is more of, if you it's more of your duty to say that, you know, the way I have behaved, I'm not worthy to be called a son. I am lower than a son. Don't let the father point it out to you and explain things to you. Because a father hasn't got that heart to embarrass a child, his own child. He knows, he knows what you've done. He knows it. He knows it. He knows it. He knows. He knows what it is. This one, this one is not his father. So he is saying that, look, this is my son. He, did, he didn't even say my brother. He didn't, he didn't say my brother. He didn't say my little brother. Or, or call him by his name. But he said, this is your son. He said, he has no relationship with him. Which has devoured thy living with hallows. It's like, in case you don't know. In case you don't know. He's been having endless sex and paying for it with your, with your hard-earned money. Thou has killed for him a fatted calf. Verse 31. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is this is a real state of a good son and a real son. Everything that's in the house is for you. Anytime, anytime I, I read this passage, I always, I always uh, picture myself sitting in a nice restaurant and imagining that the owner comes and he's shouting at the manager of the restaurant that 
you've given, you've given all these people nice food. When they came, you haven't given me any food. The owner of the restaurant, his aim and his vision is not to eat the food they are cooking there. He wants the money. The money, something higher and something better. That's why he's explaining to him that, you know, it's like, it's like what is for you. We've given this boy part of what is for you. What is for you is what we've given to him. We've actually given him part of what is for you. Can you imagine the owner of a restaurant coming to shout that I also want some, I also want some rice. I also want some rice and chicken. And they don't tell him that. Go to the kitchen and eat everything. Everything is for you. Go and eat everything. Go and eat everything. Let's close the shop and say you have come. Eat everything. When you are full, get up. Then we'll open it for the customers to come. Everything is for you. How can you come and complain about something that is for you? That just a small part has been taken and given to others. How, how can you come? But see, he, he's been tempted. And in his temptation, he can easily lose his place and lose his position. Are we done? Verse 32. It was me that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. Yes. So it, it ended there. So that's, that's the story. So this is a, this is a story for, uh, for all of us today to learn some few lessons on it. Uh, Bishop wrote a book from this chapter called Opportunities from verse 11 to verse 31 or 32 called Opportunities. So I want to read a few points from that book to you today on Opportunities. Because there are, many, there are many opportunities in the faith. Many, many, many opportunities that I pray that after this message, you will, uh, what, what will you do? You will make the best of the fantastic opportunities that you have in life. Hallelujah. I pray that you will not waste opportunities. Uh, the two sons had glorious opportunities to serve in the father's house, to inherit everything their father owns, and to get a better life. One of them blew it. And he's the reason why today we have something to learn. If he had stayed there, we wouldn't have anything to learn. Because everybody would have done things normal. Now the other one stayed and did everything right. And at the end, he almost blew it. It's his father who saved him. His father who saved him again. That you know what? Don't, don't, start, don't start crying over fatted calf. And he said, everything I have is for you. Everything is for you. You are actually higher than a servant. When he came, he wants to be a servant. You are his son. He was, he was a dead son a lost son, you have been here all this while. So, the chances we get, may God give us wisdom, wisdom to hold fast to the opportunities that we have. So, five good opportunities wasted by the prodigal son. Number one, he wasted the opportunity to benefit from the advice his father Gave him. So, 
So one of the key things that you shouldn't waste is advice. Don't waste advice. Two ways you can waste advice. One, by never seeking advice. Two, by disobeying advice. The Bible says, in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Our, our safety, our blessings, our security is very much dependent on the amount of advice that you receive. So you see, the person who rejects advice, the scriptures have other names for him. Like a fool. Simple-minded, stubborn. Because advice is very key to do well in this life. You need advice. You need advice. You need advice. You need advice as a pastor. You need advice on what to do. It's like, what should I do next? How should I do it? How is it done? I've tried. It doesn't seem to be working. You've tried, doesn't seem to work in. Get advice. You'll see that you've missed one step. Have you ever tried putting up some of these tables and chairs, these DIY things before? And then as you, as you are finished, you see that the, 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 the table is dancing. And then it's dancing shaku, isn't it? Yes. The, the reason why that is is that you have missed something. You didn't even realize that one of the screws was missing in the package. You've just gone ahead and bolted everything together. But that little screw is the key. It's the key. It's the key. I had, I had a program the other day. The outcome was not what I expected. I didn't sleep to the breaking of day. Thinking, where did I miss it? You see, you, you, see you, you have to seek counsel. You have to seek advice. One of the spirits, one of the spirits of God is called counsel. The spirit of counsel. The spirit of counsel. You need counsel. I was telling some people the other day, I said, you see, any instructor knows what it involves to get something done. When you give an instruction to somebody and you don't see the person again, most likely he's lost. He's lost. Because if he's not lost, he will ask questions on the way. He would have called you by now to ask you that. So what should we do? So what should be done? So how should we do this? So, so you see pastors, sometimes you see pastors, you see a new concept is introduced. Everybody says that, oh yes, we are doing it. Oh yes, we are. We are. But even, sometimes even the number of people in your church and what you say you are doing even proves that you are lost and you don't understand what you are doing. But so you see pastors say, oh yes, then we've taken off and no results. Because you are doing the wrong thing. You are doing the wrong thing. You don't understand what has to be done. Because you have never bothered to come back. 
to ask a question. Never bothered. Never bothered. Never bothered. Never, never bothered. There has never even occurred to you that, oh, let me ask, let me ask this um, foolish man who keeps changing things. Let's ask him that, well, how, how, how are these things done? What, what should we exactly do? This, this man that just wakes up and just talks. Can we just find him and ask him that, um, what, what does he think? How, how should we do this thing? Never. Never bothered. We are not bothered. We are not bothered. <laughs> now there are people that I can tell them. I can tell them to their face if they want to know. Now, I've never thought of it before or even felt this. But now I can tell them I'm not, I'm not their pastor or their leader. I can tell them. I can tell them for free. Because there's nothing that they do that is like what I have counseled or I have learned and shared. Yeah. I can tell them for free. Not behind their backs, in front of them. Yeah. Advice, oh, advice. When in your life you don't value advice. Yes. And I've told you two ways you can waste advice. One is what? You don't ask at all. And then two is what? I mean, if you have, if you have a carton of milk in your fridge and you don't use it, have you not wasted it? Yes. Because by the time you are coming back to ask for it, the season has passed. Yes. By the time you open the milk to use it, it's, it's, gone, it's gone off. It's gone off. Any instructor knows what he's told you to do. And he knows that this little thing he's told you needs 100 questions to execute it. 100 questions at least to execute it. Yeah. Wow. So, advice is the first one that this boy wasted. Number two, is he not, not asking for advice or asking questions also, also means that you're not interested. Yes. That is why, that's why usually, even when you know that someone is stuck, you don't call for the person. Because if you keep calling, it's, it, it even becomes almost like an irritation. Like every time they said meeting, every time they say meeting, every time, meeting, 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 every Tuesday, every Tuesday, they've called that, they said we should come at 6.30, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday to 6.30. Every Tuesday. Yes. Because you're not interested. If you're interested, you will say, you will say, can I come and see you at 5 o'clock? I need to understand some things. I need to understand. Can I come and see you? Sunday, where are you? You know, the, the other day, one of the pastors came to uh, the church where we rent. I was preaching and I saw him. I was wondering, why, 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 why is he here? But I didn't say anything. Then, then he came. He came to see me after. As soon as he sat down, I started talking. I started talking. I talked for about 20 minutes. Then it occurred to me that I've not asked him why he's here. So I said to him that, oh, I'm sorry. You are the one, like they say in uh, traditional uh, places, I'm, I said, I said to him, I'm sorry for talking for so long. You are the one who came here. So, 
what is it? I said, I'm sorry about all, because it's okay to that. What if he's come with his resignation letter? And I've been giving him advice. I mean, I've been talking. I've been showing him things to do in the church. I said, the church be like this. I was talking. I said, hey, what if this guy Then he said, no. The reason why I came is what you have told me. I went to come. I just, he said, I just want to come and sit here for you to talk. And you have done exactly that. I said, oh, okay, then let me talk some more. <laughs> he, you see, he, did, he didn't ask even one question. Just the effort that I have wow. come. Stared something in me and I started talking. I just talked. I talked. I talked. And when he finished, he, he had an offering and gave me an offering that he had prepared. I said, I should pray for I said, I said, no problem. Father, father. May he see good days. Yes. But we don't work for offerings. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying that. You see, someone made an effort. Others are not interested. Most people are not interested. They are not. And it's, it's, not, like, it's not like they are doing well without that. It's not like they are doing well without that. No, they are not doing anything. They're happy. Having anniversaries and celebrations. Wow. The next thing, the next opportunity that you have. Did I give you the second one? I'm still talking about advice. I'm still giving you advice. Okay. The next thing is that he wasted an opportunity to be great. Yes. He wasted that chance to be great. When God gives you a chance, an opportunity, an opportunity to be great. When God calls you, he calls you into greatness. May you enter into greatness. Yes. So, you have to learn to stay on course. To stay. To stay. To stay. To stay with what God has called you to do. Stay with it. Stay with what God has blessed you with. Stay with it. Stay there. Fight there. You see, troubles and tests are not a sign that you are doing the wrong thing. It's it's weak softies who think that as soon as there are mountains and there are Challenges, it means that it's not the will of God. The other day, a young man sent me a message. He said, he was talking about, you know, ministry work and the call. He said, he said the way he's young and things, he's a young person. See, young people have a lot of issues. They feel they have a lot of issues more than every other person. You, you are coming. Just get there and see whether uh, that it, it diminishes. It just changes. Yes. So he was asking me that with all the junctions that a young man has to go through, how can he stay focused? Do you, do you, do you want to know my response to him? Oh, only five people want to know. Look, I'll be very, I'll be very hurt if you don't clap at my response. I'll be, I'll be, no, I haven't given you the response yet. I'll be very hurt. Because suddenly I felt like King Solomon. 
So as soon as I finished, I finished and I responded. I ran to my children. I said to, him, to them that somebody has just asked me this question. And this, I also told them that if they don't clap, after I've told them what I said, I'll be very disappointed. So they said, Daddy, what did you say? And I told them, they stood and they did this. They said, Daddy, you are deep. They said, Daddy, you are deep. So the question was that with all these junctions, what must I do to stay focused? Are you sure you want the answer? Ah, look, the answer is very juicy. Should I tell you the answer? Should I share the answer with you? I told them, I told them that the junctions are there to help him stay focused. You, you don't look impressed. You are only you are bribing me. <laughs> yeah. I told him that without the junctions, how will he know that he's going off or he's on course? You need them. You need these things to stay on. You need it. You need it. Your clapping is not impressive at all. No. You see. You are clapping. Wait, 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 wait. You are clapping like you've heard a revelation from a scripture. This is like, this is like a, a speech from an orator. So you have to clap like you are in the theater and you, you see some. Uh-huh. Yes. No, 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 no. People, you don't, you don't go to such places. You start clapping. Like uh-huh. Yes. Yes, this is it. <laughs> this, is it this is it. Try one more time. Try one more time. Uh-huh. Look, you have to stop going to Kumasi Market and go try Apollo Theater. Okay? Yes. Try and live the life. Live the London life a bit. Okay? Don't just, just don't sin, but try and live. They don't only go to um, a. <laughs> when we close from church, you are quickly going somewhere to buy a uh, mixed blessing. Mixed blessing. Do you know that bread called mixed blessing? Verity used to buy it for us for communion. Sit down. So is it the challenges that you see on life? It shouldn't, it shouldn't throw you off. It shouldn't throw you off at all. It should guide you. It should, guide, it should help you know that, look, this is the road. I must overcome the giants. I have to kill the giants. I have to slay the Goliaths on my path. I have to fight. I have to, imagine if David, if David had run away from Goliath. There will be no King David. There will be no seat of David. All these fantastic things we know about, it won't be there. It won't be there. Don't waste the opportunities to become great. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. The, the opportunities you are given in church, wherever you are, they are great opportunities. Great opportunities. Stay. Stay on course. Stay on course. Try and stay on course. Stay with it. Stay with it. Whatever you are given to do, stay with it. Don't let anything or anyone take it away from you. Stay with it. 
stay and be strong in it and develop yourself in it. Especially things that you've been given to do and you've not been asked anything about it for a while. Yes. That's why your time to conclude that there's no interest. If like, if like behave as though there's no interest so you're also turning away, it will be given to someone else. It will be given to somebody else. If like try it. If I try it. Yeah. I was changing someone recently. I was telling the person that you took your eye off the ball. And the person said, it's true. I said, that's the only reason why I'm changing. You're, you're, I said, Look, you don't expect it to call you about this thing every morning. But I can tell. I said, when I come around, I can tell that you are not doing your work and you have lost interest in your work. You have lost interest in it. You have lost interest in becoming great. You've lost interest in the opportunity that has been given to you that will make you great. You've lost interest. Saul lost interest in God. He started, he started listening to men and the people around more than the instruction that God had given because he wasn't hearing the voice every morning. My son Saul, are you killing everybody? Kill everybody, okay? You've been told once. How many times do you want to be told what to do? You've been told, kill everybody. Then the people come by and say, don't kill everybody. You know God, he likes sacrifice. God is into sacrifices. So take some fat sheep and go and sacrifice to him. You are, you are blowing your chance to be great. The other reason why people lose the opportunity to be great is because familiarity creeps in. You see, when people are around a great thing, it looks as though they become blind to what they have. They become blind to what they have. I mean, look at the great home this guy was coming from. How would you imagine that he would want to walk out of the home? Look at the type of home that he, 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 he was being raised in. That you pack your things when they say, you are leaving, off, you are going. Off, you are going. That's what sometimes great people and important people hide themselves or excuse themselves from places that you don't see them all the time. Because when they come, when they come around, you even despise them. Because you see, the presence of a great person is your chance. It's your chance to honor that presence so that you'll be blessed. But you see all kinds of arithmetic and thinking. That comes into, into the heads of carnal people. Yes. You don't know greatness. You don't know the journey, the road for greatness. But you see, great people, great people, people that God has called, God has anointed, God has ordained for great things. So that they will stand in front of you. You know, a, the last time Bishop was here, somebody wrote a letter to me. I've never told you this before. I'm telling you today. Someone wrote a letter to me from Apache. At one of these, it can, it can only be an old member. Wrote a letter to me that, why has Bishop come to take an offering here? Yes. I got a letter. I can show you the letter. I said, of all the things you can write, Apache, Apache member. I said, I said, these people, I said, these people are getting spiritual flu now. They are not well. Yes. From Apache. Not from first love. Apache. Yeah. 
And mind you, first, first love people received him better. Because we just had a camp in first love before we came here. First love, far, far better. Your children, your children gave more than you. Your children. Your children, your little children that you gave birth to that have grown up in the church, gave more than you did. Because in your chance and opportunity for greatness, you were Low spirituality, low eagerness. It's, that, it's, almost, it's almost as though you are even dealing with unbelievers. Sometimes it's like you are dealing with unbelievers. Do you know there's a difference between I don't have and then I don't have for you? There are two different things. 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 Children, as you are writing letters, your children have seen greatness. They are celebrating greatness. They are honoring greatness. And they will be great. And they will be great. And they will be blessed. Yes. A chance to honor greatness. Chance to celebrate greatness. That you despise it. You look down on it. It will never come to you. It can't come to you. How, how, can, it, how, can, it, how can it come to you? You have arguments about it. Childish, baby, carnal, non-spiritual reasoning and arguments. You're mobs. Yeah. He wasted his opportunity to be great. It's my prayer that you don't waste your opportunity to be great. You don't waste your opportunity to be great. You don't waste your opportunity to be significant. Because time will tell. Your ideas, your arguments, your this, your that. You know, Time is going. It's going. It's going. It's going. Is it not going? Some people hear people preach messages like seize the moment. Seize the moment. It's that when you get the chance, take it. Yeah, when you get it, take it. Take it. Take it like that. When you get it, take it. As, as soon as you have, as soon as it's thrown at you, this is a chance thrown at you. Take it. <laughs> and you'll be great. Yeah. I'm telling you all this is because I want you to be great. I don't want you to be depressed. Yes. Depression, depression, low mood, low feeling, when your mistakes are pointed out to you, it's not a result of the Holy Spirit. Yes. It means, it means the word is still not getting to you. Yes. Because godly repentance or godly sorrow, godly sorrow, isn't it? The godly sorrow, the godly depression. It leads to what? Repentance. It leads to a U-turn. It's like, I will never, you behave like the prodigal boy. I'm going back home. I'm going back home. There's a chance to be great again. There's a chance to live again. There's a chance to do, I'm going. That's, that's godly sorrow. The depression that is godly, anointed depression. 
when it happens to you, you make a U-turn like this. And you say, hey! 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 I'm going back. I'm going back. It will work. It can work. There's a chance. Of, that's why he said, I'm going back to, I'm going back to daddy. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him. I'm not worthy to be called your child. But make me as one of your hired servants. Because it is, you could say, it is better to be a hired servant in his father's house than to be eating with pigs. Yes. Not to be eating with pigs. It's better. It's better to receive instructions from daddy than to hear the sounds of pigs eating. It is better. Or than to be living with a foreigner for citizenship. Don't miss your chance for greatness. 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 And you get a chance to unagree. It says celebrate greatness. Celebrate. Haven't you read Out of Leadership? Celebrate greatness. Be attracted to greatness. Find greatness attractive. Don't talk like unbelievers. Don't think like unbelievers. If you unbelievers don't, if you unbelieving have a zeal to support charities, and then you that you speak in tanks, oh, please. Number three, he wasted his position. I'm closing now. He wasted his position. He wasted it. He had a position, he blew it. How can two work together except they agree? I can't work with you if you don't like what I like. I can't. If I can't even pretend. I can't even pretend. Especially if you don't like what I really like. I can't even pretend. I, can, I actually can't even pretend. I'll tell you to wait for me somewhere I'm coming. Yeah. I mean, I actually can't even pretend. Go to work with someone, you must know the person very well. If I'm your pastor in the United Kingdom, you should know what I like, you should know what I value. If you have a different mind, please, let's divorce. Please. On that point, on that note. On that, on that thing we part. We part at that junction. Yeah. I can only hear my footsteps. I wonder what you are thinking about. It's not possible for us to stay together. We can't stay together. We can't stay together. I don't know whether you've gone out with friends before and you're going to a restaurant that you really like and they don't like it. 
it causes a split. It's like, okay, you go here, you guys go, go here, and you guys, let's, uh, the arrest, let's go here. We choose which one. Who are those who are coming here? And who are those who are going here? Yes, we vote. Then we part. We part. Because you don't like what I like. Yes, you don't like what I like. What I like, you don't like it. When I'm eating and licking my lips, you'll be saying that, look at his face. Look at him. I took some friends to a nice restaurant, a restaurant that I like. Like, as we sat down, the one of them said, hey, what is here? What is it in here? So we said to him, this is what is served here. Oh, really? Eh. Look, he didn't finish his. He didn't finish his sentence, and I stood up. He said, "Oh, where?" I said, "Let's go. Let's go. What do you, What do you like? You like this now? You said you like. Let's go. Two doors away was the thing that he wanted. I said, "You can. You can sit there. You can sit there. Give me a cup of tea to drink." I said, said a nice, nice, expensive, nice food." He said, "Eh, what is here?" So here, so here, what do you eat here? What do you eat here? We told him what is eaten here. Then his next expression was, Hey, me, I like this deal. I said to the waiters, Sorry, we have to go. We have to, we have to go somewhere else. It's okay. We left. I don't want anybody to become a pig. Pig working on working on on precious things, treading over precious things. Don't want to turn anybody into a pig. Yeah. So you know how pigs behave. Throw valuable things in front of pigs. You see them. <laughs> That's what you say. Ah, the pig spirit is there. Yes. Throw anointing in front of spiritual pigs. Throw greatness in front of spiritual pigs. You didn't know I could make sounds like pigs, you see. Yeah. You see them. Throw it in front of spiritual people. You see the care. The care. The care. The respect, the hunger, the adoration, the admiration that they will have for the same thing. Throw it for the spiritual people. Wise people. You, you should see difference in attitude. You will see how they can't even sit. You, you, see, you, will see, you will see how even it's difficult for even the great, the anointed person to even leave their company. But throw it in front of spiritual pegs. Oh, you hear the sounds, the noises. And the eagerness to disappear. It's like it's a waste of time. After all, the meeting is over, let's go home. You ask, oh, is there anybody there? I can say, there's nobody. Everybody, to your tent to Israel. 
Position. Yes, don't lose your position. Value your position. Value it. You can be replaced. You can be replaced. You can be replaced. You can be replacy. Replace. You can be replaced. Oh yeah. You have to value your position. Value your position. Just really value it and behave well. Wives have to value their positions and behave well. They are a good example for this particular point. You have to, you have to know, you have to know that you were chosen. You see, anytime you are chosen, you have to always remember that I was chosen. I wasn't born there. I was chosen. Yes. And sometimes look at people like you, your age and things who have not been chosen. And let it humble you. Look at people like you, like you. Sometimes more beautiful than you. Sometimes look at them. Look at them as they are walking around. As you, you, because you don't have any need again. So look at it. A Tuesday night, no makeup on your face. It's like, it's like you're okay. Look, look at people who are just like you, how they've, how they've painted their face to come and sit here. Still into paintings. You all we can see is sweat. Sweat. Everywhere. I'm sure it's not just your face. Everywhere is sweaty. Because you've been chosen. Yes. Everywhere is sweaty. You don't even care anymore. Everywhere is sweaty. Sweat. You've forgotten what you used to do makeup for Tuesday service. You've forgotten. You've forgotten when, when your first stop before you come to the service was the washroom. Not because you did it a loop, but to touch up. To touch up. Should in case it's your favorite usher that will bring you in. Yes. Even, even the sandwich you ate this afternoon, it's still, it's still in your teeth. As I say, I still, mm, mm, mm. And your sweaty face. Plus other sweaty places. Everywhere is wet. Number four. Even look at your hair. As soon as, it's not yours, as, soon as we see, see, this hair is not yours. Because you've got a position. Those who haven't got a position, we can't even tell the difference. We are wondering. We are amazed at the mystery of her hair. Because two weeks ago, the hair was short. So we've been saying, your hair really grows fast. It really grows very fast. It really grows very fast. 
Those who don't care anymore, you see. The hair is somewhere. I mean, it's like, take it off and make a beard with it. Make a beard. So see, you're a lady with a beard. He wasted his position. His position. Don't waste your position. Value your position. Don't be a pig. Value your position. Value it. Value it. Respect it. All the things that go with it, value it. Do what you have to do to keep your position. Do what you have to do to keep it. Don't say you are tired or give an attitude like you're tired, it's too much. Value your position, value it. Yeah. And then number four, he wasted his inheritance. Yes. Inheritance in, in church is anointings, gifts. Yes. You see, those who have inherited something, you will see when they are at work. Same principles, everything, but you see, it's easier. You see the fruits. Those, those are the sons with inheritance. You see that they are walking in the footsteps. They are walking in the footsteps of the father. They are walking in his footsteps. They are walking in his footsteps. Walking. Walking. He moves. Then you see that. They are moving. They are walking in their footsteps. That's inheritance. When you raise you walk in the inheritance. Oh, you're walking in titles. Titles, titles are for administrative classifications. I can tell you that for free. I can tell you that for free. It doesn't mean anointing. Title, it doesn't mean anointing. Reverend has never met, meant anointing. Never. Since I was born. That was all reverence. All reverence should have 6,000 seaters like uh, daddy has 6,000 seaters. We should all have it. But they are reverence. They are reverence. They have 12 members. Rev is preaching to 50, 40. If when he gets 70, he says he's right, bonky. <laughs> Those who have the thing is, they have the inheritance. You see, they are working in it. When there's growth, there's growth. When there's growth, there's growth. You see growth, they are working in growth. Church growth, they're moving it. The steps have the inheritance, they are moving in it. They are working in it. They are working in it. Their, their feet are wet. Their feet are wet with the inheritance. With the anointing in the house. The power in the house. You see them. You see the salvation rally. They are into salvation rallies. Salvation nights. They are into salvation nights. Well, others, others are doing a, a peacock festival. Peacock. You don't even know what they are doing. You don't even know what they are doing. You don't, you don't, you can, you don't even know what they are into. And they say they are children of the house. Yes, the children are walking with the thing. <laughs> they are walking in it. With signs and wonders. Who are those who signs and wonders follow? Who are they? Who, hey, bro- brother, this is when I need you. Mark. Is it Mark 16? Brother. When I needed you, where were you? Brother, no, no, go to the last verse, end, end, end of the verse, end, end, end of the chapter. 
end. Oh, before. Is it 15? Mark 15. Mark, Mark. They said Mark 15. Mark 16. They said Mark 16, 15. Okay, next verse. 16, 16. And these signs shall follow them that believe. There are signs for believers. There are signs for believers. There are signs for people who believe. You see the signs. If it's church growth, you see the church growth. If it's evangelism, you see evangelism. There are signs that follow those who believe. There are signs, there are things that never follow the indifferent. It never follows them. They are indifferent, busy bodies about other things. Signs are for believers. And children believe, eh? Children believe and trust. Children believe and trust. It's even, it's, it's, you see, when you start having children, you have to be careful how you live and how you conduct yourself because they are watching you. They are watching you and learning from you. Because they believe. They believe everything you are doing is right. They believe everything you say is right. If you think children don't watch, they are watching. They watch carefully. They watch carefully. As soon as you have a child, you have to be very, very careful. What you do, what you say. Don't teach a child how to lie. Don't get a phone call and tell your child that tell them that I'm not here. Yes. Yes. So if you've been appointed a pastor, be careful what you do in your church because the members are watching. The members, they can see the prophet. This is what he does. This is what he's teaching. This is what he's preaching. And then you in your church, you are doing something different. Be very careful. Be very, very careful. Be careful there. Because they are watching. They are watching. They'll say, how come, how come, how come Bishop Richard is doing this? Prophet is doing this. And we are not doing They may not be able to say it because of loyalty. So they are not saying, but they can see, they can see that this is a pastor. He's like a flat star. Flat star. No air, no wind, nothing. He's just there. To salvation, you say you are into convention. Everything you do is like you are stuck, you are stuck in old age, old stuck, 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 still, still preaching bearing fruit. Oh, we are preaching seven great principles. You're into bearing fruit. I'm not saying bearing fruit is a bad topic, but I'm telling you, you see, you, you, the believing has stopped, so the signs have ceased. Signs have ceased. The person has stopped believing, has stopped trusting, has stopped learning, has stopped learning, has stopped looking up to the person. Everything has stopped. Everything has stopped. Everything has stopped. It's been some months now. He's doing salvation there, salvation. It's been months now. It's been months. The people are watching, oh, my, my dear pastors, my dear pastors, the people are watching us. Watching us, who are we following? Other churches are learning from us. Other churches, when we when we when we move, they move. Go and see; they have the fruits. Soon, some of you will say that you are going there to learn to see what they are doing. He said, oh. hey. "How can the student go to another student's room to go and learn when the teacher is standing there? The teacher is standing there alone. Say, won't you ask me? 
Won't you ask me? Won't you ask me? You're, you're going for a summarized version from your, from your colleague. Oh. What is that what you mean? You see, it's called inheritance. 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 I'm living here. I know people who ask questions and people who don't ask questions. I know I'm here. I know people who don't get two hoots. Or people who or people think we are colleagues. I don't like talking in a certain way. I don't like speaking in a certain way. People think it's like we have to say so that I know this, 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 it's like something else. It's always nicer. And we don't have anything. Oh. I thought I would have finished church by now, you know. So he wasted his inheritance. You will not waste your inheritance. And then, and then finally, he wasted his sonship. Yeah, he wasted his sonship. May you not waste your sonship. Wasted his sonship. It's a beautiful thing to be a son. It's a great blessing to be a son. And to be called a son. And to stay as a son. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a great blessing. Don't waste it. John 8.35. A servant that bideth not in the house. That's why he left. Yes, that's why he left. But the son abideth ever. The son is always around. He's always there. Always around. Always around. Even when he's working, he's working as a son. It's working. Not that, not that, it's not, I'm not, we're not talking about those kind of sport brats kind of sons who are just there with their feet up with, I mean, just, no. Even when you're around and you're working, you work as a son. You don't work, you don't work, you don't work as a hireling. You don't work as someone who, okay, give me this for doing this. Give me this for doing that. Can I have this for doing that? No, you work as a son. And the son is always, did you, did you see the son? He was coming from work when he heard music and dancing. He was coming from work. He was coming from the fields. He had worked. He has been working hard. Sons work, eh? They work very hard. They stay with their father. They plow the fields that their father has bought to be plowed. They plow it. They plow it. They support him. They are with him. They are with him in everything. It's like, we are with you. It's like, daddy, this is what you are doing. We are with you in it. We are with you in it. Don't look at him with seven eyes. Why has he come to ask us for this? Why is he doing this? You are sick. You are becoming sick. You are unwell. You are unwell. You are not well. When that thought starts occurring to you, you are not well. Can't you see that with or without you, things can be done? Have you not seen it? How old do you want to be before you see it? With or without you, especially without you, it can be done. It is actually, your involvement is your chance. Your chance to be a, a son, to have an inheritance, to walk in greatness, and to be blessed. It's a chance for you. It's called opportunity. It's called opportunity. It's called opportunity. It's called opportunities. He blew his chance of sonship that called his son. Like Esau blew his own over a pot of soup. Yes. He 
certain church, you have a chance to be great, and you are think, you're thinking of your chocolate you eat. you will get out of it if God blesses you. May your vision be big. May you dream big. May you walk in that place where you'll be called the sun. Where you'll be called the sun. Don't blow your sonship. Believe. Are you going to be believers? Are you going to believe in things? You have to believe. Believe and trust. God will lift you up. Stand to your feet and let's thank God. Pray for yourself that you not waste great opportunities that come your way. You won't waste it. Pray that God will save you. 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 Pray. Pray that God will save you. You not waste your opportunities. Pray that your eyes will see the valuable opportunities you've been given, the great opportunities you've been given to keep it, to be happy with it. Pray that you will see what you can't see. Pray that you will see what you can't see. Pray that you see the good things that you can't see. And what you have is actually a privilege and a blessing. It's a privilege and an honor. What a privilege and an honor. What a privilege and an honor. What a privilege and an honor. Pray that you see what God has given to you. You see what God has given to you. Ah, shakala bashiva katasai. Madali bitasa patasiota. Sabiosi malestia. Naziko lata labia handa sata. Kazaba. Bita mata laba diba kapasasta. Shabalaba kibashataya. La bredeste, la bredima, la bredoste, na cadeta, na cavima, na biando lana nima catastianda la behasta. Yes, Lord, pray for yourself. Don't pray for anybody, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Castianda, castimaco, castidogosta. Kashama dima laba dima kapastota Kledishtaya Kledishtaya Krebo mashanda laba hapastaya That our eyes will see 
the blessings the opportunities the opportunities that our eyes will see Lord that our eyes will see Lord give us strength grace to finish what we started to finish what we started to finish what we started to finish our race to fight the good fight of faith Lord strength to do it strength to do it open our eyes Lord open our eyes oh God ah save us from blackness save us from darkness oh that dear that love us is to Lord Ah, Father, we thank you for a blessed night and we thank you for your kindness towards us, Lord. Let your kingdom come. Let your power rule in this place, Lord. May the devourer be silenced. May the enemy be silenced. And may the enemy be cast out of our midst, Lord. Thank you for the power of your spirit. The power of your great grace amongst us. In Jesus' name. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You are here, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You've been going to church, or somebody invited you to church today, but deep in your heart. You are not sure whether it will be heaven or hell for you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, very quickly, shoot up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Very quickly, just your right hand and I'll pray with you. I want to be born again. I want to be saved. I want my sins to be washed away. I want to be a friend of God. I want to be a child of God. Just your right hand. God bless you and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Lift up high so I can, we can see you. I want to give my life to Jesus. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I need Jesus. Someone brought me here for the first time, but I know that I need Jesus. Just your right hand. And I pray with you. I pray with you. God bless you. Have your hand lifted up. Come to me. Come to me all the way from wherever you are. Come to me in the front. Come quickly. Come quickly. Run. Run if you can run. Come. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. Come. Come quickly. Come. Come. Come, my sister. Bow your heads with me, everybody. Let's say this prayer together. Bow your heads. Close your eyes. We are praying. We are praying. We are praying. Close your eyes, everybody. We pray, we want to pray. Church, help us as we pray. Those of you in front, say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus who died on the cross 
and rose up on the third day. Say, I am a sinner. Please forgive me, Lord, of all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. From today, I'll serve you and I'll live for you. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me today and making me a child of yours. Now say, Satan, I cast you out of my life. In Jesus' name, I am born again. I am bought with the blood of Jesus. I refuse to follow you. I refuse to do your will. I belong to Jesus. Say, thank you, Father, for salvation. In Jesus' name, shout a big amen. Amen. Father, let them be blessed. Make them significant in your house. May they have the Holy Spirit. May they be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let them become great, Lord. Let us see them and hear of them, Lord, that they are serving you, they are loving you, they are blessed in you, Lord. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God, that it won't be long and we'll hear of them, Lord, that they are doing great works for you. May they be planted and may they be used mightily to the glory of your name. Thank you, Father, for salvation for these precious ones. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Shout a better amen. amen. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week. And gross darkness cover